Hi everybody, this is Kara Johnstad, voice visionary and founder of Voice Your Essence, and it's so good to be back here with you today. I'm sitting here in my Berlin studio. It's a glorious day, and today I'd like to talk to you about microphone techniques, the basics for singers. So as singers, we train our voice without a microphone. We pay careful attention to singing in spaces that support an open, free, resonant sound. We love to sing in cathedrals and staircases. We love to sing in the shower. And we enjoy so much hearing the echo of our voice, the reflection of our own sound. We enjoy walking through tunnels and hearing our voice reflect back. We feel good when we sing in voice class and at the first choir concert and very connected. And then comes the big day when we step out onto stage and go solo and we get handed a microphone and suddenly we feel as if we are a stranger in paradise. We do not recognize our own voice. We're used to having our hands free and and suddenly we find ourselves grabbing onto the microphone stand as if the stand will save us from drowning. Vocal technique is important to become a great singer, but if you don't have microphone technique, you will feel like you are an amateur. Problems with stage sound and your monitor mix can make it seem as though you have no vocal technique at all and make your voice sound worse than it is. In this moment, singers often get so depressed that they throw in the towel, convinced that they will never be great singers. I want you to remember that vocal production is based on what you hear. And your finely tuned muscles and breath system is coordinated to the acoustics in the room. So instead of falling apart when you hear yourself for the first time in a microphone, consider it to be a new territory and a terrain you need to learn well if you're going to survive being in concert and recording in recording studios. The better you know your sound and what you need from your technician, the more confident you will feel and the better you're going to sound. The better you sound, the more inspired you're going to be. And the final result, it is extremely difficult to give a top performance without top sound. Sound, for me, is very high in the list when I put together my team. So if you give me the choice between an additional musician or a good sound engineer, I am always going to choose the good sound engineer. So these are things to remember when working with a microphone. The microphone is an extension of you. A microphone technique is key to top performance live and in studio. So there are two words to remember when working with microphones. The first word is direction. And the second word is distance. Direction and distance. So the direction of the microphone. The best direction for a microphone is to be straight in front of your mouth or slightly angled up towards your mouth. So I personally put my microphone straight in front of my mouth. 
And it's amazing to see how many singers hold their microphone much too low and sing across the top or a little bit to the side or they're waving it around. But often it's much too low and they're singing over the top of the microphone. So practice holding your microphone directly in front of your mouth and now moving your head left to right and then switching hands, switching the hand that holds the microphone from left to right until you're comfortable having something in front of your face and until your hands get comfortable holding something and being able to move and switch hands without changing the direction of the microphone. Now the second word we had was distance. The distance between your lips and the head of the microphone is about one to two inches. If you're too close, the microphone will sound dull and distorted. And if you're too far away, the microphone will not be able to pick up all the frequencies and your voice will drop off. So when to get closer? I often tell my clients it's a bit like making love. If you were to talk in low soft tones, you would be very close to your lover's ears. And if you're going to talk louder or scream, well, fact is you want to give it some space. So the same is with microphone technique. If you're singing soft and low, you can get pretty close to that microphone head. And if you're singing high, fuller tones, if you're doing belting, you want to move the hand holding the microphone away from your mouth. And remember, do not forget direction. So this is a moment when you have to listen to your boxes, listen to the monitor. When you're doing big dynamics, you need to have your ears open. Okay, the biggest mistake beginner singers make is they move back from the microphone or they take the microphone away to produce the fuller tones and they lose direction. So whether one inch or five inches, the microphone stays directly in front of your mouth. So the other possibility to work with dynamics is to move your head slightly to the right or left. Again, it's something I personally don't do, but I've seen people do it. The emphasis is on slightly. You need to listen when you're singing in your monitor. You need to stay present. If you move your mic too far from the direction of your mouth, your sound will drop out. So as you return to normal dynamics, you return to your straightforward one to two inch position in front of the microphone. Now note, if you sing across the microphone or in it from the side, you know, some people like to kind of wrap their microphone and twist it and then sing it into, into it from the side, your microphone is not going to be able to capture the beauty of your voice. So it might look really cool, but it's not. It's simply showing us that you haven't taken time to understand how microphone technique is there to enhance and support your sound. So what is the proximity effect? Proximity effect is how the microphone responds to the closeness of your mouth in relationship to the microphone head. And the effect is basically dependent on the type of microphone, the model, the brand, the sound system. So generally speaking, if you go closer, you're either going to get bass frequencies and warmth in your voice, or your voice can start sounding muddy and less defined. It's really dependent on the microphone that you have and your system. So you might get a fuller, warmer, thicker, bassier sound, or you might simply sound muddy. So a professional singer knows how to work the proximity factor, 
and add more colors and tones. And an amateur singer usually does not know how finely you can tilt and move the microphone and change the distance to add intimacy and warmth and even more overtones at certain parts in the range depending on the proximity and the tilt. So the last thing to remember when working with microphones is stay focused. Stay focused means remember to stay centered and focused throughout the whole song and don't be a drifter. So some beginning singers tend to drift away from the microphone before the instrumental solo or at the end of a phrase. Again, the microphone has to always follow your head movements and you wonder why you can't capture your audience even though you're a good singer. It might be your sound. Not your sound as a singer, but your sound as a singer working with a sound system and microphone if you haven't really taken that time to make it your own. So it's hard, it's very hard for an audience to try to balance a sporadic sound with their listening ears. It's hard for an audience to feel close to a performer who is drifting in front of the microphone or popping certain sounds because the singer is simply lacking experience. So I want you to stay centered and keep your microphone in front of you, especially, this is when you can't drift, at the end of all phrases. So if you're ready to step into the role of being a soloist on stage, then you need to step into the role of being in control. You step into a leadership role when you start going solo. To learn to be in control of your sound. Microphone technique is important to learn, and by learning it, you will have more self-confidence when you sing. Consider your microphone technique as part of the larger journey of taking control of your sound. So one last major never-to-do thing. When you have your microphone in your hand that is switched on, okay, there are a few microphones that have a switch where you switch them on and off, but most microphones are usually switched on. I want you to remember this, it's very important. When you're singing, your microphone needs to be pointed towards your mouth. And when you're not singing, for example, because the guitarist has a solo or you're leaving the stage for a break, you need to make sure that your microphone never faces the direction of the monitors or the sound boxes. Okay, this is very important. This is about being focused and, and centered. Your microphone is either straight in front of your mouth, don't drift, don't be a drifter, or you can hold it down a little bit and put it in front of your heart, make sure your body is kind of protecting it. So if you forget this, you will experience something called feedback. And feedback you can imagine like this. It's a high, screeching, horrible sound that will make your whole audience cringe and your musicians roll their eyes and less sturdy microphones might get damaged beyond repair in the process. So um, you don't want feedback to happen. So if you put your microphone down while a musician takes a solo or you leave the stage, put the microphone back in the stand and remember that the stand should not be facing towards any of the boxes, right? This is why the singer's stage position is front center and the boxes are normally stage left and right. And 
The other thing to remember, we don't swing our mics around or let them lackadaisically fall tilted downwards. We don't let our arm drop with the microphone held inside our hand and then let that head of the microphone tilt towards the floor where often the monitor boxes are sitting. No, we hold the microphone upright, hugged closely to our body when we are enjoying the soloist. Or it's in the stand. We, we don't dance with it in our hand. We're not moving around the room. So I want you to watch professional singers that they, they normally guard their microphones and shield them with their body. If they're moving or dancing with the microphone, the head of the microphone is protected. It's not covered, but it's, it's kind of shielded with their body so that they're not going to pick up on any other crazy frequencies. There's a lot of microphones and miking done on stages. So you will notice that when you extend your arms in a wide position, professional singers, they know exactly where those boxes are set. So normally if they start dancing and everything, and they might have a headset on, but if they have a microphone in their hand, they're going to be very aware of where those, of where the sound system is. So in the end, microphone technique, it's not a difficult science to master, but it certainly takes a lot of practice until the right habits are formed and until you really find your sound. So thanks so much for being with me here today at the Voice Your Essence podcast. If you would like to have these podcasts together with the articles, free gifts, and news with the upcoming concerts and the training programs we have, feel free to opt in at carajohnstad.com, and I'm going to get you your gifts off in a jiffy. If you are on social media, I would love to connect with you. Please come to facebook.com slash voiceyouressence, or you can come to my official page, which is facebook.com slash carajohnstad.official. I'm also on Twitter, on Google, on LinkedIn, and having a great time with Pinterest, adding the excerpts from the brand new book, which is going to come out very, very soon on Car Sutras. Okay, I'm going to see you again very soon. Until then, stay gold. Bye-bye. I'm
Always moving. 